Hello and welcome. This is Perspective for Parents. My name is Nick Thompson, and this is a podcast for parents of adolescents. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. ATUs. This topic falls under the category of just an idea. Use it if you like, make it your own by tweaking it, or dismiss it altogether. Again, just an idea. Okay, so ATU stands for Appropriate Tech Usage. And this is a little thing that I like to introduce to people, all people, but I especially enjoy introducing it to those young people who I notice have a more, let's just say, continuous, maybe impulsive relationship with their phones and other screens. So how this ATU thing works is that during a conversation, whether that conversation is taking place in person or even if that conversation is being done through a screen. So the deal is this. When someone wants to use their phone, tablet or other screen to look something up or to show someone something, whatever it may be, before you reach for that device, you say, you announce, ATU. And again, ATU stands for Appropriate Tech Usage. All right. So the reason I want to talk about this is, or introduce this is because I've noticed that many, if not most people, and I'm not just talking about our youth here, but most people seem to use their phones quite frequently while having conversations with other people. And I'm not referring to when people jump on their phones to check out of a conversation. Instead, this ATU idea refers to when someone uses their phone to support to continue, to direct, maybe to add to the conversation, a conversation that is occurring between two or more human beings. And when I say add to the conversation, I'm not talking about adding in the sense of the primary definition, that being to join or unite so as to bring about an increase or improvement. Nope, not referring to that one. I'm talking more about the definition of add, that one being to be or serve as an addition of information. That's what I'm talking about. And you may be thinking, thanks for the definition breakdown. Much appreciated. Did you get a dictionary as a gift over the holidays? And to answer that, yes, maybe I did. But that's not why I'm bringing up these definitions. What I want to point out is that using your phone during a conversation is usually experienced as a case that can be described as subtraction by addition. And that's because the majority of the time, just busting out your phone doesn't add to, aka improve, the conversation. And I do get it. Those little handheld supercomputers, they're quite handy. Quite handy when it comes to locating whatever information someone is wanting to find out and then share. So this subtraction by addition can come in many forms. Maybe the conversation leads into a discussion of weekend plans. So, well, before I give you an answer, let me get out my phone so I can look at my weather app. And then I'll be able to give you a better, more accurate prediction of my weekend plans. Or maybe the Denver Broncos come up and the conversation turns to someone wanting to know who will be the next team that hangs another L on that rebuild. I'm sorry for that. I'm a Vikings fan, so my situation isn't much better. Okay, but back to it. Or maybe during a conversation, the name of the actor who plays the Hulk in those Marvel movies, it's on the tip of your tongue. And no. Not Edward Norton, the other one, the new one, the guy who is in uh, Spotlight, that one. Or maybe you have more intellectual conversations than I tend to, and Schrodinger's cat comes up, and someone wants to find out if that cat had a name. Maybe that's what's going on during that conversation. 
or could be someone that just has to get out their phone to settle a heated disagreement about what was the letter and number of Zach and Kelly's song on the jukebox at the max. You know, Zach and Kelly from Say by the Bell. You know that one song that, that Zach played to dance with Kimberly to make Kelly jealous because Kelly was dating that dreamboat Jeff, who at the time was a manager at the max. But remember, Jeff turned out to be a two-timing chump. The gang from Bayside figured this out when they saw Jeff kissing another girl at that over-18 club known as The Attic. You know, Zach and Kelly's song. And in case you were wondering, the song was A12. And I have and will always agree with Kelly when she said that A12 is sacred. Okay, so all of that. In a way, I'm I'm choosing to be lighthearted with the examples I'm providing because I think this ATU request or ATU announcement, it should be done in a fun and playful way. Because no one, and that definitely includes most youth, no one likes to be reprimanded for using their phone during a casual conversation. And it's important to remember the ATUs that I'm talking about The person's intent is usually good. They are wanting to add something to the conversation. So because the intent is positive, so should be the acknowledgement or conversation about these ATUs. One should not be called out or chastised for only wanting to provide something, something that they're feeling will contribute to the conversation. But even though the intent may be positive, I do believe this is a worthwhile topic, exercise, acknowledgement, whatever you want to call it. I think it's worthwhile due to a few reasons. Firstly, I think it's just good manners to keep our screens sheathed, put away, out of sight, when speaking to someone else. But there's more to it than just that. Another reason I like to make ATUs a thing is because I think many people don't even realize just how frequently they're jumping on their phone during a conversation. So for those who are possibly unaware of the frequency of their screen usage, this ATU practice can actually create an awareness of their high level of use. And then hopefully with that awareness, they may begin to view their usage as excessive. And again, this awareness isn't just for our youth. And on that, have you ever checked out the screen time stats on your phone? And I don't know if all phones have the category called daily pickups, that being how many times you look at your phone. But I encourage you, if you have that feature, check it out. If you're anything like me, you will be shocked. By that number. Okay, but other than enhancing one's awareness of their usage, what I think ATUs can also allow for is an opportunity for someone to learn a little bit of digital decorum. Call it some electronic etiquette, some screen civility. Maybe even you could call it the social graces of putting phones in their places so we can look at people's faces. I spent way too much time coming up with that last one. But anyway, I think on the topic, the quote by Thich Nhat Hanh says it so well. That quote being, the greatest gift you can give someone is your presence. And on the topic of presence, I think we all need to remember that we are not fully present. We're not when we're on our phones or another screen. And when we grab that phone, it so often just ruins the flow, the flow of the conversation. I mean, it definitely takes away from the human cue, that human cue that communicates interest, that one being eye contact. People talk about the, uh, the importance of following that 80-20 rule, that being we should maintain eye contact 80% of the time during a conversation. And just to be clear, and I probably should have said this earlier, I'm not saying that someone should never use their phone during a conversation. No, it all depends on the people involved, the environment, maybe even the topic of conversation. 
I'm not here to suggest that it's, it's never all right for someone to, to look up something on their phone or to share photos while discussing their vacation or even to use their phones to finally settle that debate that's gone on for way too long. No, it's not what I'm saying. The goal or intention of this ATU exercise is to develop an awareness in the significant relationships one has, to be a bit more mindful of just how much our screens have become a sort of conversational crutch, and also to allow for some much-needed practice time when it comes to having conversations, conversations without screens. And when it comes to our youth, when they're able to have a more decent and distant relationship with their phones and other screens, it is then that they can begin to develop social skills. And a piece of those social skills are something I like to call the awkward pause skills. You know that, uh, uh, oh, no one said anything for like several seconds. Quick, think of something to say. That right there, that's an important awkward skill to develop. And it's a much more important and much more difficult skill to develop than just busting out your phone to end any and all periods of awkward silence. And continuing on the topic of our youth specifically, I think ATUs or anything like it, anything that brings about an awareness, an expectation maybe, or a conversation about appropriate tech usage, I'm of the opinion this can help our youth immensely as they mature. Because, for example, I hope that they stand out on their first date by keeping their phone in their pocket as they demonstrate their awkward skills over some apps. When I say apps, I'm not talking about Snapchat. I'm talking Snap Peas. I'm not talking Instagram. Nope. I'm talking Moroccan lamb. My apologies. Back to it. But yeah, I hope they feel confident as they turn their phone off before heading into their first job interview. And I hope they notice that kid, a kid who's sitting alone staring at their phone in the cafeteria. And then they go over to that kid and ask him or her to join their table. Another hope of mine is that they feel comfortable and therefore are able to communicate respect, respect to their grandparents and others of a generation that quite possibly have significantly different customs when it comes to having conversations. And I truly believe that this is for all of us. We can all improve. Some of us slightly, some of us significantly, but we can improve in how we show up for the people in our lives. So there's all of that. And on the topic of ATUs, I'm really not going to get too much into the implementation of this, other than to say, I think it's a fun an important concept to introduce to your child if they're open to it. I just like the idea that, that when you're having a conversation, both people or whoever's there, they call out, they announce their ATUs when having a conversation of any weight. I just think it can be a playful practice. You know, before grabbing that phone or tablet, pause and announce or ask for a ATU. It doesn't have to be ATU. Whatever acronym or phrase you want to use, it doesn't matter. Because it's meant to be playful and strengthen the relationship, I'm not going to recommend a certain amount of ATUs per conversation, per hour, per day. I'm not going to do that because it's not meant to be seen as a rule. Because if it's felt or seen as a rule, it'll feel a lot more like shaming. It's intended to be fun. But even though it is playful, I think it's a good reminder for anyone. A reminder of how to show respect for the people in our lives. And ultimately, have better conversations. And to close this episode, I want to share a memory, a memory of a moment. And this image is just burned into my memory 
Okay, so it was, a, it was a few years ago. I was flying home for Christmas, and I was on a shuttle bus from a parking lot to the airport, the airport being Denver International, or DIA. And I was seated in the way back, you know, that, that, that upper deck level type seating in the way back of the bus. But anyways, I was staring at my phone because, you know, it's like a, I don't know, like a full five minute ride to the airport. And it was just a few days before Christmas. So the bus was totally packed. And as we were getting closer to DIA, I looked up from my phone and every passenger on that bus, every person was hunched over staring at their phone. Every person, but one. There he was. There was this old man sitting there towards the middle, middle left. I can see him clear as day. He's sitting there totally surrounded by people just staring at their phones, most with headphones in. And there he was, just sitting back, shoulders back, hands folded in his lap. And he was looking straight ahead, looking out of the window in front of him. And I remember when I saw him, I teared up a bit. And the reason I teared up initially was because I felt sorry for him. I thought that he must be sad, sitting there all alone, no one to talk to. But after I looked a little bit longer, I noticed something. He had this little smile on his face. And at that moment, I had the realization, you know what? I'm betting I had this one all wrong. And I'm betting he has it all right. Here he is, grinning, probably imagining, you know, with his brain, the reactions of his loved ones when he arrives at its destination. All while gazing out of the window and appreciating the view of the Rockies on a day that can be best defined as one of those perfect Colorado bluebird days. Yeah, in that moment, I had the thought and I've had the thought many times since. You know what? Maybe he felt sorry for all of us on that bus that day. Everyone, including me. Especially if he saw me sitting there crying in the back. But yeah, I think there's a good chance he felt sorry for all of us. because. Here we were, all hunched over, staring at a five-inch screen. We were the ones missing out, missing out on that panoramic view, and quite possibly missing out on the opportunity to listen to and to learn from an elder's wisdom. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you would like to find more information about this podcast or my upcoming presentations, please check out my website, perspectiveforparents.com. Spelled out, that's perspective, the number four, parents.com. Thanks again.